Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, featuring Rob Bro. Studios, as you listen in on ESPN 960 in San Angelo, and here in the Hubbaplex, Talk 103.9 FM News Money Sports. Hey, you could be texting in right now, 806-855-3712. Always use the 806 so we get the message and not the angry man in Florida. It's either or Thursday. Life is usually not black and white, but we make it that way on Thursdays. We ask pertinent questions of the day that must be answered either or one or the other. We've uh, usually got a sports-related one and a non-sports, and that's kind of the way it worked out today. We'll look at last night's 71-68 loss for Texas Tech at Oklahoma State. you got to give them this. You got to give them this. They are at least, if nothing else, and certainly they continued to try to play hard. Uh, they're fairly interesting the last week or so with a 23 point comeback and uh, an odd game of runs last night. Both teams stringing together multiple double digit runs that almost ends up in an overtime game, but uh, blocking out and uh, controlling the boards was a problem for Texas Tech last night and has been. And it bites them there at the end. Uh, Lady Raiders, uh, even with a huge fourth period, could not overcome Texas last night. But they made it interesting late. A 32-25 fourth period in that game. Super Bowl hype will be engaging in that freely and openly today. We're just eight days out from Texas Tech baseball as well. So whatever is on your mind, we want to hear from you on this fine Thursday afternoon. As I think the cold front has arrived maybe just a, a little bit earlier than they anticipated. 806-855-3712. Many of you listening on the apps, we thank you for doing that, for downloading it. If you hadn't done it yet for Talk 103.9 FM, do so at kkm.com or wherever you get your apps. You can listen to everything and anything, no matter where you go. I know a lot of people even here in the Hubaplex listen to it on the app. That's just the way they like to do it. But, yeah, make sure you turn on the notifications so we let you know about breaking news, cool stuff at kkm.com or anything else. Uh, now, you can follow the station. Many of you do which is weird because the station itself never moves. But it does on Twitter, at Talk1039. Me, I'm just Ryan Hyatt, at Ryan Hyatt Media on Twitter. The show never ends. We come back at you usually around 6.30ish in the evening, the daily broadcast. We've been utilizing Facebook Live more than the Twitter Live. The um, It's just a better machination, I think, uh, at this point. But you can find everything we do at theraiderland.com. But we hope you join us live tonight, so follow us on Twitter, at Ryan Hyatt Media. We send out the link. We let you know when we're hitting the uh, airwaves, so to speak. He's Rob Bro, or at least what's left of him, at Rob Bro Show on Twitter. He is one-third of the gambling gauchos. He will pulse the people at any given moment. He also is king of hat of the day. And then, uh, of course, it goes without saying, but it's radio. I have to say it. He is the host of the Rob Bro Show, Monday through Friday, 1 to 2, right after we wrap up here on Talk 103.9 FM. Happy Thursday to you. You uh, you scuffling along all right? Happy Thursday. I'm alive. We have both been battling various and sundry, uh, not for me, not illness, just bad allergies. This winter has just been brutal. Yeah. That it, you wake up in February and it's a pollen alert. Uh, you, on the other hand, are going through one of the dreaded things for anybody who works in broadcasting, which is trying to hold on to your voice. It's a great voice. You're holding on to it so far. But um, we can do it. We'll, we'll we'll try to get through there, right? We'll try to get through there. It's just tough this time of year, and and you know you factor in uh, an extra show and a little play by play here and there. Been there, done that. Let's get the questions out to the people, shall we? And we do want to hear your thoughts on on the game last night. Um, there were bright spots. It was a winnable game. Hey, great teams cover Texas Tech covered, but at the end of the day, it was a lot of the same old thing. 
and the same familiar recipe that has kept Texas Tech from winning more than one Big 12 game this year. Now, either or Thursday, we'll, uh, we'll start off with the moderately football-related one, and it's quite simply this. Soup, which one would be better? Either Super Bowl Sunday or Super Bowl Saturday. That if you could wave the magic wand, which one would be better? Either Super Bowl Sunday or Super Bowl Saturday. That the game, they take a week off in between, so it's not like a competitive disadvantage. Both teams would play Sunday championship games, then you come back, you know, 13 days later. So it's not that big a deal. Uh, but I think. For me, I am firmly Super Bowl Saturday now. I used to be, uh, it's tradition, it's Super Sunday, Super Saturday sounds stupid. Now, I mean, we play NFL football Monday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. It is no longer sacred that the league is Sunday. It's the Super Bowl. It's going to be super no matter when you play it. I am on Saturday, Team Saturday. That way you can have your 537 in 34 seconds kickoff. You can play into the evening hours. If the network still wants to drop, a, and they, they almost always are dropping some show afterwards that they want everybody in America to see, they can still see it on Saturday night just as good as they can on Sunday. Either Super Bowl Sunday or Super Bowl Saturday. Which one would you prefer? Uh, 806-855-3712. Second one, uh, we talked earlier this week that it is the day of dips. Uh, it's also the day of the hot wing. Quite simply, better wings, either dry or wet. I mean, there's there's very little room for this. It is a polarizing debate. It's almost like, do you like Neil Diamond? Yes or no. There's not a lot of in-between. The people who love the wet wings, they love the sauced wings. That's what they get almost exclusively. And then the dry wing aficionados, nothing wrong with a good dry hot wing, even though I'm on the wet side of the argument. So what is the uh, better wing, either wet or dry? And for some of the wing connoisseurs, the answer could depend on what flavor is the uh, sauce? What are we talking here? Because that does change the debate, I think, for some people. Now, there you go on that. We have to do the official Super Bowl hype question today. It is uh, quite simply this. And it's more, it's a prop. Will the coin toss be heads or tail? Don't stop there. Will it be heads or tails? And will the team that wins the coin toss win the game? And I don't know if you've heard this stat here recently, although you probably have, Rob, um, because we've been inundated with everything. Right. And this one is really weird because the coin flip is 100% unique to its own self. Each flip of a coin does not affect the next flip of a coin. I don't care about your do theory. No, it's a singular event. The winning team right now for the coin toss in the Super Bowl is on an 0-8 skid. Oh, wow. Imagine that. They're on an 0-8 skid. And there's no real rhyme or reason like, well, they have deferred more than they have uh, taken the ball, that it has compromised possessions, that it has left the team that has done that, you know, in this age where almost everybody defers. That, uh, that they have ended up on the wrong end of the possession arrow, uh, and they don't get the possession at the end of the half, and then they don't get the possession to start that. It, there's none of that. There's nothing that really goes with it. It's just they hadn't won. Over the last 12, Rob, the team that wins the coin toss, 3-12. and 12, Pardon me. 
last 15, 3 and wow. 12. So if you're a Chiefs fan, call heads because tails never fails, right? Remember the one year I coached football, youth football. Send the kid out there. All right. You get to call the coin toss. Tails. You tell them you want tails. Comes back, you know, because you can't hear. Right. We didn't win. I'm like, uh, I asked the official when we got over there, hey, what, you know, it was obviously it wasn't tails, was it? He said, no. Um, he called heads. And I asked the young man, I said, what'd you call? He said, I couldn't remember. Couldn't remember. Went with heads. Coin toss. You ever played for quarters with people? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know if that's legal or not. So that's uh, those are your official questions today. Either dry or wet on the wings. What's better and why? Either Super Bowl Sunday or Super Bowl Saturday. And then coin toss, heads or tails. And I know a lot of y'all are going to get on that prop, right? You know you're going to do that. You're going to be at a Super Bowl party. You're throwing in. Everybody's throwing in a quarter or a dollar into the envelope, right? And you guys are going to do that. So uh, will it be heads or tails? And will the winning coin toss team win the game? Let's also talk a lot of Texas Tech basketball today. Uh, if you wish to, we will get into that game. Uh, texters are on the text line, 806-855-3712. Uh, Texter says, well, it'll be uh, one heck of a Super Bowl with my prediction that the score would be closer than the Tech game. Man, I was wrong, and yet still just as irritated, and also in 100% sold on Super Bowl Saturday for a plethora of reasons. I wasn't surprised it was a close game last night. Texas Tech has played close games in the Big 12 this year. They've been blown out a few times. But yeah. they, they've probably been closer more than the blowout ledger. In Oklahoma State, hasn't been really good. They dominated Oklahoma, but a lot of teams have besides Alabama. Right. I mean, other than Alabama, Oklahoma has just not shown much of anything right now. I'm probably going to drop Oklahoma to 10 in and the Big 12 It is power, power ranking Thursday coming up later today on the Rob Bro Show, 1 to 2. Texter Super Bowl on Saturday, yes. Dry wings with good ranch or blue cheese. That's Monty texting in. You guys can text in. 806-855-3712. We'll go ahead and hit the, uh, eh, just still a little bit early, but we'll go ahead and hit the timeout just a little bit early. I want a lot of time in the next segment to uh, sink our teeth into the game last night and get you guys rolling on the text line. So jam up the text line, 806-855-3712. It's really easy today. Better wings, either dry or wet. Which do you prefer and why? Either Super Bowl Sunday or Super Bowl Saturday. Would you support a move to Saturday? And then the hype question, coin toss, heads or tails, and will the winner of the coin toss win the game? Your predictions today on that. Let's have some fun together. We're rolling till 1-806-855-3712. It's a quick timeout. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro as we work till one o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios as the Arctic Air seems to be moving through the South Plains this morning. Wake up this morning, they're going, Oh, well, look at the snow that's going to happen up there by Littlefield and some of that area. So uh, you guys button up out there. 
Uh, we got you in San Angelo on ESPN 960 and Lubbock Talk 103.9 FM News Money Sports. Either or Thursday, better wings, either dry or wet. Your preference, your favorites, you tell us. It's wing day. Super Bowl Sunday or Super Bowl Saturday, which is better? Either Super Bowl on a Sunday or Super Bowl on a Saturday. Rob, I believe the people are going to be with us on Saturday. I think uh, this could be one of the uh, most decisive either-or victories for Saturday against Sunday. Now, there will be probably a few holdouts. You can always give us your reasoning, by the way, uh, when you uh, chime in on these things. Super Bowl hype question. Coin toss, heads or tails, and will the team that wins the toss win the game? You said with us? Oh, you're a Sunday man, are you? Yeah. I, you're a, I thought you were nodding your head. Maybe you were just passing out. I'm a huge uh, Saturday college football playoff right. proponent. But I would prefer to just uh, make Monday a national holiday and play the game on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, if we could get that done. Just make, uh, what is it, President's Day? It's not going to matter to us. We'd be working it anyways. You know? Yeah. I mean, we'd we'd be right here come Monday, so right. don't need a holiday. Uh, we'll get your thoughts on Texas Tech basketball. 68 uh, losers last night. 806-855-3712 to text in. Texter, could you have scripted any worse of an ending to the game? Yes, but it would have involved uh, knives and gunfire. I mean, you could have scripted a 10-point run for Oklahoma State. Yeah. That would have been worse. That would have been worse. But it was... Uh... It was just inevitable that that game ended on a blockout, a missed blockout. Yeah, after getting hounded and pounded on the boards for most of the night, you get out rebounded. You know, it's it's one of those things. If all you see is the total rebounds, you go, "Oh well, well, thirty six to thirty one." Which, by the way, a lot of rebounds for a game that features some pretty good shooting at different times during the game, but that's neither here nor there. This was a weird... I said it was a weird game of runs. This is kind of an interesting statistical game that sometimes, you know what, the box score lies a little bit. That if you're watching the game, if you're seeing how it's played out, and then you just look at the box score, that the box score misleads you a little bit. Texas Tech, 23 defensive rebounds. Great job. Out-rebounded Oklahoma State on the defensive boards. Uh, but then you only got eight offensive rebounds and got out-rebounded 14-8. to eight. And you would go, okay, you're probably getting killed in the second chance points. It wasn't as bad statistically as it, wa- as it really was in reality, in my opinion. Of course, it's a close game. You go through the numbers on any close game, and stuff jumps out. Second chance points, you got beat 12-8. to Now, you combine that, though. Where did they get those second chance points from? Why did they lead you points in the paint? Well, because they were getting second chance points. It wasn't that their post game, again, if you just looked at this, and you would have looked at that and said, wow, man, post game just really hurt Texas Tech. Boone must have really gone off. They just couldn't defend him. No, that wasn't it. That wasn't where they came from. The turnovers were ill-timed. Ill-timed to say the least, but they didn't just kill you in points off turnovers last night. Very interesting. Uh, very interesting. Thirteen. In fact, they didn't beat you in points off turnovers. 14-13, Texas Tech. But again, the timing of it... and. Rob, I, I hate to be moral victory guy. 
Uh, you, you can't moral victory your way out of 1 in 10 in the Big 12. But I just kept telling myself again last night, this team had a lot of opportunities to just lay down and die. After the 16-4 start to the second half, uh, the end of the first half, that again, it kind of felt like we were trending towards the Baylor game just a little bit, that you'd done so much so right after the hot start, 7 nothing, and then whatever it was uh, on, on the biggest lead. And you find yourself again at the end of the half going, uh, just really didn't translate, did it? The 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 line of thinking of at least you didn't lay down and die like last time is I know that's indicting you you that's indicting of itself right that that when we get to that point when that's the discussion point when I have to write down at least they played forty minutes or looked like they played forty minutes then that's telling as well about where a program is that. That should be a given, right? That you just wake up, roll out of bed, and know you know the team is going to play all forty minutes and is not going to get run out of a building in conference play. Uh, O'Banner, good O'Banner to begin with, and then O'Banner disappears. Yeah, just it was it was a game. It was another Texas Tech game. And you look now and go, okay, where's the other win? Zzz. If you have any in Big Twelve play, is Oklahoma the only team you're looking at right now and going, okay, you you got a shot to get those people. Just uh, don't show up wearing Alabama uniforms. Texter, please change the Super Bowl to Saturday. It would be a great day. Nobody jumping on the Rob Bro bandwagon on Super Bowl, keeping it on Sunday. That's one of the either or questions: either Sunday or Saturday. Which day is better for you on the Super Bowl? Either. Dry or wet wings, which do you prefer? And then Super Bowl hype today. Give us the coin toss. Will it be heads or tails? And will the winning team of the coin toss win the game? Much to discuss with uh, with Texas Tech basketball, too, as we want to get your thoughts on it. 806-855-3712. I mentioned the, uh, the different runs in the game at one point, Texas Tech. Uh, and it, Did it not feel like Texas Tech led had the lead for more than six minutes. It did to me. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, they were up by 10 twice. You know, you had the 10-0 run. The biggest lead was seven. They got their lead to 14 with 13.48 to go. Had them right where you wanted them. You just didn't get down far enough in this case. And I go back and I look at some of the minutes, and we talked about this the other day, uh, some of those minutes where you're having guys, double-digit minutes, just not making any sort of real impact upon the game. And once again, you have some of that going on in this game. People have been saying, when, when's Fisher going to get out there? When are they going to use Fisher? When are we going to see Fisher? You saw 19, almost 19 minutes of Fisher. That resulted in two shots attempted. He made them both. He did get three rebounds. Good on him. Yeah, and I think defensively you see more from Fisher than offensively. Yeah. And that's why... He's not been playing as much um, because where you are, you have to have more offense. But that just feels so counterintuitive to what Mark Adams has been in the last five years because it's always been defense, defense, defense. Yeah. So why not put your best defenders out there? If that's really who you are, if that's what you want to do. Um, man, there are rough nights, and then there are nights like Lamar Washington had. Bless his heart. Uh, minus 13 on the plus minus. And, and, and sometimes, sometimes those numbers actually do correlate. Six turnovers. Six turnovers. 
in his uh, nearly 20 minutes of action, 0 of 3 from the field, 0 of 2 long, three rebounds, uh, just one assist. That And, again, if you were watching that game, I'm not going to put it all completely on Washington. This offense just still seems disoriented, out of sync, people just kind of wandering around. The left hand not knowing what the right hand is doing. They just do not. Rob, I was sitting there last night going, these guys look like they are a pickup team at the wreck. Of, of you know, you get some really good basketball players together and you throw them on the court and they've never played together. And they make a couple of good plays here and there, and they do, and then and then and then you know their passes thrown, and you know you just disoriented because you never really play together. That's what this team looks like to me at times. Right, they look like a wreck team. All right, bottom of the hour break. Get you on the text line. It's either or Thursday, either dry or wet. What's the better wing and why? Either Sunday or Saturday for the Super Bowl. Either Super Bowl Sunday or Super Bowl Saturday. Uh, and then you give us your thoughts on Texas Tech basketball if you so choose to do so. 806-855-3712. It's a quick bottom of the hour break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. It's 11.35. you got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. we got you till 1 o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios. You're listening in the Hubaplex on Talk 103.9 FM News Money Sports, ESPN 960. In San Angelo and wherever you may be listening on the apps. It's either or Thursday. We have fun on Thursdays. We ask tough questions. Or do we? Better wings, either dry or uh, wet wings. Which is your choice? The wet wing crowd, the dry wing crowd. Uh, will you have some wings this weekend? Yes, you will, probably. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday or Super Bowl Saturday? Bring that debate back up. Which day would be better? I'm all in favor. I have no problem moving it to Saturday. Now, I could stay a Super Bowl Sunday guy like Rob Broke uh, if, if there were some sort of holiday on a Monday afterwards. But, uh, well, I mean, we're getting closer to it because what day? Let's go to the handy calendar here, Rob. And in the month of February, what is it? The 20th is uh, President's Day. I mean, we're only, what, we're probably like three or four years till the Super Bowl being pushed out that far anyways when they expand the playoffs and they do another round of playoffs and uh, continue to take two weeks after. We'll get there. We'll eventually get to – we may get to St. Patrick's Day in our lifetime. Yeah, you, I mean, you could move President's Day wherever you want. Yeah, because it's, it's just – it's, yeah, it's yeah. not on a birthday right. anymore. It's not a you know, Lincoln's Day observed. You could just call it the second Monday. President's Day. I always, you know, Washington, if you're the father of the country, you ought to get a day to yourself. Sure. You really ought to get a day, not just jamming all 45 presidents in there and saying, oh, it's President's Day. I mean, dude was the first one. Won a war. Give him a day. Eh. Texters are on the text line, 806-855-3712. Talking about Red Raider basketball. As bad as we have been, haven't we had maybe five games that could have gone either way? So close yet so far away. 
factual. Yeah, and I think that matters for the long-term thinking right. of coaching changes and whatnot. If this was a, if there was nothing else going on around the program, and you were just one in ten with a bunch of close losses, yeah, it, it wouldn't even be a conversation, in my opinion. I agree. Well, no, it'd be a conversation. There's always a conversation when well, you're one in ten. Sure. There's always discussions, but yeah, it's the totality of everything else that seems to be taking place right now that uh, brings that into focus. And then again, close losses are losses. You, 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 the, the, the close loss crowd, I've always said, well, then you've got to come back the other way and say, well, look at all those close wins they had. They're, eh, you know, they're so close to being a bad team. They are so close. Just, just look at how many, you know, close wins that they're able to eke out. They're really not that good. So you have to be careful on the, uh, the close loss. I've seen, well, doesn't really matter. 806-855-3712. Uh, we'll get you in on the program today and every day as we're going until 1 o'clock. Looking at Tech's uh, 71-68 loss uh, last night at Oklahoma State. Kansas State coming up next uh, for the Red Raiders. The other uh, interesting stuff to me about the Big 12 right now is, man, this we know how good the league is, so let's just get that out as a given. I had another uh, friend last night or yesterday afternoon text me, Rob, how in the world, how in the world is Iowa State getting three points at West Virginia? I said, dude, how in the world was West Virginia a favorite at home a few weeks ago against TCU, and TCU was moderately healthy at that time? Yeah. I said, have you looked at this league in the home road splits? So West Virginia is a really good basketball team at home. Iowa State may be the best team in the Big 12 when they're playing at home where they're 5 and 1. But when they go on the road, that same Iowa State team, pardon me, they're 5 and 0 oh in the Big 12. They're undefeated at home, pardon me. I don't want them to get mad at me. That same Iowa State team on the road in the Big 12 is 2 and 4. That's how good this league is. There's one team, you can probably probably guess which one right now, get, look at the standings. Uh, there's, there's only one team that has a winning road record in Big 12 play. Just one. Now, a lot of years you'd have the top two or three teams would be winning games consistently, and they'd have a winning road record, and they would right. have feasted on. No, Texas is the only team in the league with a winning record in conference play at 4-2. and two. They're 4-1 and one at home, 8-3 and three on the year. Kansas is two and three on the road. K State two and three. Check that Baylor. I forgot about Baylor. I wrote that down too. Got ahead of myself. So Baylor at three and two. That's it. Everyone else is underwater, and in some cases, you know, pretty big for like an Iowa State at two and four. TCU same split. TCU tough at home because people get nauseated and sick looking at their court. And then TCU on the road two and four. West Virginia three and three at home. They're one and four on the road. There is one team that has not won a game on the road in the Big 12. So, that's, but yeah, I, I was looking at that last night. Why, why would anybody have been surprised by that West Virginia score last night? That got a little snug late, and you had uh, late right. late foul call. Uh, or not foul call, but you had fouling going on uh, in that one that uh, pushed it out just a little bit. Uh, it was almost dead on the number uh, sitting there right there at the end. It was probably going to fall three or maybe four. So depending on what you got in at, uh, was going to make your night or not make your night. But that's just that's just this league. 
It's just really uh, amazing to watch all these numbers come into play. And I know, Rob, you said on your show um, at some point this week, uh, you know, that we were going into last week thinking we were going to get some clarity. And that this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday round of games would give us some clarity now. Yeah, in the Big 12 standings. And it's done exactly the opposite, it feels like. I don't know if I would say that. Well, you got Texas at eight and three, and then Kansas, Kansas State, Baylor, and Iowa State at seven and four now. Can we get can what are, the best odds you would give me on a multiple team championship, shared regular season championship, and how many teams that that would be? Is it minus one ten that this will be a, a shared championship this year? Probably in the yeah. regular season. Yeah. How many think we can get there? Three. Uh, let's do five. It can get there. It could absolutely get there. And then the NCAA committee has to make all five of those teams number one seeds. That's the way it works. Toughest conference. See, this is a test of Brett Yormark. If Brett Yormark really has power, he will engineer a five-way championship ensuring five number one seeds. 806-855-3712. You can give us your thoughts on Tech Basketball. Were there things that encouraged you last night? Uh, things again that frustrated you, or I'll I'll put this into the uh, polling mix, or have you just kind of checked out? That maybe you watched the game, you're going back and forth watching the Lady Raiders on the Longhorn Network. That won't be happening much longer. Have you just checked out on it? That yeah, they played. Oh, that it didn't even sting. Had one of my most passionate friends text me last night. At right after the tip in and the foul call and everything else that didn't doesn't d- even bother me. Don't don't feel a thing. Texter says, "I'm no fun." Honey barbecue sauced wings. Saturday sounds fun because it's one less day to wait, and you're welcome for that million dollar dip I sent to Rob. Did you get a million dollar dip? Oh, it was a recipe. Oh, it was the baked potato dip recipe. Okay, yeah. So we got that in our possession now. Yeah, I don't know why the texter would say that they're no fun. Honey barbecue sauce wings, and uh, what's wrong with that? There ain't nothing, nothing wrong with that. And in fact, I have kind of gone on my my wing journey, as I like to call it, of over uh, thirty years now, to going, you know, getting into the insanely hot and crazy uh, different things and all that to just reverting back to my favorite right now is just a kind of a traditional buffalo style wing sauce. Wet buffalo style wing sauce, that vinegary smell, that zing taste, that I, I, you know, I can throw down some hot hot wings if you want to, but ain't nothing boring with honey barbecue. Those are really good. Texter, uh, who would have thought uh, Jalen Tyson would maybe be our best player after the first ten games? Harmon gets honorable mention, which is just as puzzling. What was the Tyson line last night? 36 minutes in. It felt like he played every minute of the game. 8 of 16. Uh, He got you 20 along with Harmon, who got you 19 on a uh, productive, both of them productive shooting nights. 8 of 16 for Tyson. 8 of 15 there for Harmon. I guess at this point, I'll agree with the texture and say that Tyson is the guy I feel like right now, night in and night out, you've got a pretty good handle on what you're going to get. That game to game, you're not sure on O'Banner, even even within the same games that we're seeing, one half of O'Banner, 
and even 10-minute stretches of a band are really good, and then just, just it's just not there. It just begins to disappear from the yeah. proceedings. And I'm not, you know, smart enough to give you exactly the reason why. I don't think it's defensive adjustments because were I to defend Har- uh, O'Banner, I'm probably starting off defending him the way I think it's going to work out. I don't think that they're magically going at the 12-minute mark of the first half. Oh, gosh, yeah, remember what we thought we were going to do? We should have done that. Let's do that again. I don't think it's defensive adjustments there. Again, I think it's a, a disjointed, disoriented offense that continues to look to me just – it's like they uh, – it's not that they don't practice. It's like maybe they don't practice together. I, I can't explain it. And at this point in the season – we're not in January anymore. We're not having the we're not having the old, hey, a lot of Texas Tech teams have rolled out of Christmas and into early Big 12 play and had a little bit of a stretch and didn't look like themselves and then whammo, they took the cell phones away and off they go. We're, that's not that's not this. There is no magic pill that they're going to be able to give this team that is going to fundamentally change anything. I think going through the rest of the season. This is what you got. This is who they are. That I I just don't I I have no reason no expectation to see anything that moderately dramatically improves this team and before you say well wait till they get Pop Isaacs back out there no no I don't think that's going to change a thing what if Amac gets out? no not that I think he's going to get back out there but no that's that's not going to change a thing fundamentally for this team and in fact inserting them back in at this point may make it actually worse particularly AMAC, it might actually make things look worse. Texter via the text line, which is where the cool texters hang out. Is Steve Green running this offense or someone else? His body language looks so checked out on the bench. Well, Coach Green's a laid-back dude, but I don't know, it depends on who you talk to. I look at this offense, and I don't see a lot of what um, what Steve Green's really good at, proponent of. And quite frankly, what uh, Texas Tech fans were told an offense was going to look like. Whether they can't, won't, don't. Is somebody else in charge of the offense? I don't know. Was Brett Peary running the offense last year? Did you see the Brett Peary offense last year? No. No, we didn't. And he, he left. Got run out. I don't know if history's repeating or not. If I'm Steve Green, I would be I would be telling everybody that's not my offense, right? I'd be telling anybody who would listen to me that ain't me. Nope, got me a two year contract, checks are cashing, but that is not what I was brought here to do. So there's your answer on that front. Eight oh six eight five five three seven one two. We got to take the time out. We'll finish up hour number one of two strong. It's either or Thursday. Your choice on wings. What are the better wings? Are you dry or are you wet wing guy? And then it's either or. Either Super Bowl Sunday or Super Bowl Saturday. Would you change it? Tell us who wins the coin toss. Will it be heads or tails? And will the team that wins the toss, will they win the game? 806-855-3712. If we're not talking about something you care about, go ahead and hit us on that text line. Brief timeout. We'll finish up the hour strong. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro.
Musburger's action update on Talk 1340. Check out VSIN's catalog of original podcasts, daily and weekly programming to keep you in the know when you're on the go. Only at VSIN.com. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. College basketball tonight, number one, Purdue home against Iowa. The Boilermakers favored by seven. They're 22-2 and two atop the Big Ten. Number 16, Gonzaga is a 14-point favorite at home against San Francisco. Number seven, UCLA heads to Oregon State. The Bruins are a 15-point favorite. LMU, an eight-point underdog at home against number 15, St. Mary's. Number four, Arizona is an 18-and-a-half-point favorite at Cal tonight. Vanderbilt upset number six, Tennessee, last night, 66-65, paying plus three. Philadelphia remains a two-point favorite against the Chiefs at the Super Bowl this Sunday. Kansas City plus 110. Get the latest lines and more at vcin.com. have the surviving members of the clash along with joe ely play a halftime show for me at the super bowl final segment hour number one of two it's ryan hyatt's raiderland coming to you from the arctic air studios as you listen in espn 960 san angelo and lubbock talk 103.9 fm news money sports either or thursday better wings either dry or wet what's your choice uh will you be having wings have you pre-planned your wings the people who roll out on Super Bowl Sunday thinking they're going to go somewhere and go get some wings. <laughs> Good luck on that, man. Super Bowl Sunday or Super Bowl Saturday? Which day would be better? we got Tech basketball to talk about. 71-68 loss at the Buzzard, Oklahoma State, last night. Uh, any and everything on that. And then the official Super Bowl hype question. Coin toss, will it be heads or tails? And will the winner of the coin toss win the game? They happen to be 0-8 in 3-9 and over the last 12. Texter... Uh, Texting in, 806-855-3712. Checked out of the Tech men's basketball this season. I watched Kyrie Irving's winning debut instead, and I might check back out on the NBA this season until the playoffs after hearing ex-Longhorn Kevin Durant got traded to the Suns. News breaking overnight this morning. I'll give the NBA one thing, Rob. I'll give them, I'll give them, they do, they do the trade deadline like, like nobody's business. The Major League Baseball trade deadline has kind of withered over the years. Yeah, it used to be awesome. It used to be great. Now it's not so much. The, yeah, NBA, the NBA trade deadline, I mean, the man soap opera that is sports well, and the man the, soap opera that is the NBA is perfect for this. What was it, one of the recent years that 30% of the <laughs> the rosters were new? Yeah. Talk about transfer portal. Yeah. I mean, I, I can click over to... You know, whatever, ESPN.com. You know, Suns get KD, Lakers get Russell, Kyrie, Durant, you know. Yeah, when LeBron got there, there's a little punk kid, D'Angelo Russell, and they traded him off, and now they went back and got him again. Well, they missed him. Several years later. They missed him. Maybe he's grown up. Texter says the only issue with changing the Super Bowl to Saturday is that Saturday had traditionally been a prep day for all the dishes to be served Sunday. It may be more fun and entertaining than game day. And that person takes their Super Bowl party seriously. Yeah, well, you lose Super Bowl weekend if you put it on Saturday. But you still got Friday. That's a weekend. No. Yeah, it could be done. Texture, uh, went on the wings, uh, Caribbean jerk and regular hot. 
and always championship Saturday. The only thing worse than Super Bowl Sunday is NCAA championship Monday. I agree on that. Yeah, and for the I, well, I know why it it moved, and I can't remember what year it ended up going to Monday. But I mean, it was a total hey, let's do this in prime time, right? But okay, and to your argument that you make so well regarding, you know what 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 uh, the window is for prime time anymore, and what household sets mean and everything else in twenty twenty three, what what does prime time matter? For the Super Bowl, people are going to watch it no matter when. Right. It's the the ratings aren't going to get any lower or any higher. It is idiot proofed itself on the ratings, says the NFL. And then again, the the idea of you know, well, we'll get an extra however many million viewers because we put it on on prime time. I mean, no, I don't. I don't buy that. That, and, and I'm going. I'm kind of. I'm, I'm mixing my uh, sports here. But if you move the NCAA championship game to Sunday evening, Sunday afternoon, you're telling me you're going to have fewer viewers? Well, we don't want to play Friday night. We don't play those semifinals on Friday night. What do you do every leg of the tournament leading up to the Final Four? You're playing games on Friday night. I just don't think a lot of the stuff that we wedded ourselves to 25, 35 years ago from a broadcast industry standpoint that we just, by rote, we just throw out these things. Right. We even do that with demographics. Well, you got to have the male 25 to 54 demo. Why? Well, when Mad Men started in the 50s and early 60s, we identified through incredible research. Things change. Markets change. Yet we wed ourselves constantly to these old ideas. Uh, texter on the uh, text line texting in. Uh, it appears to me that all the players are still engaged. It's the coaches that have packed it in. Please tell me if I'm wrong. I don't know if the coaches have packed it in or not. I don't know that all the players have not, but you can't really tell from a game. Yeah. I caution against the old body language and anything yeah. else aspect during the course of a game one way or the other on that front. And, and in college basketball, is a player playing hard to benefit his team or to benefit himself trying to impress people for the transfer portal. Yeah, that he's putting down tape as they say in the yeah. NFL. So, if, I mean, if you want to get into that, I we can, but no, I, I don't think anybody's given up. No. 806-855-3712. Either Super Bowl Sunday or Super Bowl Saturday, which day is better? Better wings, either dry or wet wings. Your preference, your flavors. And the coin toss, heads or tails, who wins the toss? Sunday, and will the team that wins the toss win the game? Because it's been hard to do that lately. 806-855-3712. Brief timeout. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, a presentation of the Texas Town Square Media Network. The Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. No, make no mistake. It's not revenge he's after. It's a reckoning. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, your West Texas sports voice.
Welcome back. Hour number two, Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Congrats to us. We've done it again. We've turned morning into afternoon with you fine folks. Hanging out here in the Arctic Air Studios, taking you till 1 o'clock on ESPN 960 in San Angelo and in Lubbock Talk 103.9 FM News Money Sports. He's Rob Bro at Rob Bro Show on Twitter, one-third of the Gambling Gauchos, and you can hear him Monday through Friday on the Rob Bro Show right here on Talk 103.9 from 1 to 2. If you're outside the area, download the app from KKM.com. Make sure you keep listening. I'm just Ryan Hyatt, at Ryan Hyatt Media on Twitter. We appreciate all of our followers. We enjoy the engagement. In fact, we love you guys so much, we come back in the evenings around 6.30ish with the daily broadcast. Online presentation, it's interactive, it's fun. We invite you to join us tonight around 6.30. It's either or Thursday around these parts. Better wing choice. What's your wing go-to? Either dry or wet. The sauced or the dry, what do you prefer and why? Uh, and it may depend, as I said earlier, on uh, the flavoring. Of, of some, some flavors seem to lend themselves better to others, it seems like to me. Uh, what would you support, either Super Bowl Sunday as it is or Super Bowl Saturday? Which day would you rally behind? I am Team Super Bowl Saturday. Rob Bro is Super Bowl Sunday with a caveat. I give us a national holiday. I'm telling you, you won't have to wait much longer. They'll extend the season so long, it will yeah. just naturally fall to February 20th. We'll figure it out. They'll uh, end up having multiple bye weeks. Either way, tech basketball on your mind, and I know it was, judging from the conversation we had in the first hour. A 71-68 loss at Oklahoma State last night. An interesting game of runs, and every time Tech looked like they were down and out, they were, uh, what? They were uh, up and in, I guess you might say. The opposite of down and out, I guess, is up and in. Uh, and then it ends on a uh, tip-in after a uh, miss, and that just pretty much summed up the uh, whole experience for it. Super Bowl hype question, coin toss, will it be heads or tails? And will the winning team of the toss win the game? The coin toss winners are 0-8, 3-9 the last 12 games. I mean, that right there, what do you do? Do you hammer the end game? I mean, when you find out, let's say, uh, you know, Chiefs win the toss, do you just automatically go money line Philadelphia and get whatever you can get? I mean, that's you know you the trend's the your Chiefs, friend, man. Do you wait for the Chiefs to score first to and get a drive it even money? better? Yeah, that if the Chiefs take the ball first and score, then you know this game is going Eagles. Yeah, that the Chiefs can't buck the history. That uh, that's what you want to do on the end game. Texters uh, visiting about a variety of subjects today. Uh, Texter says, "I'm normally not this guy." But this team could mess around and win the conference tourney. I've seen stranger things. Okay, Texter, I want you to text in. We do power, we, I say we like I'm physically with you, Rob. I'm with you in spirit from 1 to 2 on the Rob Bro Show, I assure you. And it's, my, my, I think, one of my favorite days of the week because it's Power Ranking Thursday where Rob will be power ranking the Big 12, and then you guys send in your power rankings of anything else. All right, you send me your five power ranking things legitimately stranger than this Texas Tech team winning this Big 12 tournament. And I'm going to outline to you here real quick why it's not going to happen this year. Why this is the worst year to be in the position of got to win the tournament to get in. Shall we go back to the standings one more time? Texas 8-3, and three, Kansas 7-4, K-State 7-4, Baylor 7-4, Iowa State 7-4. I'm not going to go to the nitty-gritty numbers, but every one of those teams we've just talked about, 
uh, is a protected seed right now in the NCAA tournament. Right. The bottom line, this year's Big 12 tournament will mean more than it ever has to the top teams in the league because they are so tightly bunched together that you will, you will have two teams playing for a number one seed. Not sure who it's going to be yet. If you'd asked us earlier, we would have said Kansas, and Kansas still is getting a ton of respect. But this year, there's nobody going to the tournament this year who can just lay back. What are we? We're a month out. And I can already say this for certainty, that nobody will be able to go to the men's Big 12 basketball tournament as one of the top teams and just say, hey, we're good, and we win one, and we're fine. Uh Uh-uh. Because you're playing against yourselves now for those seeds in the seed line that you're playing to get to a two, you're playing to get to a three. You're playing off the two to the one. So half the conference almost that you're going to run into as a Texas Tech, those teams have to win. Now, I would agree that in maybe some other years, but probably not even with this last-place Texas Tech team, that you could look at a team down the standings and say, hey, they, they could get hot and win this. They could, they could get, get hot for a couple of days. That the bracket could break right. Hey, you know, Kansas has the number one seed locked up. They don't have to even worry maybe about winning day one. They certainly aren't going to extend themselves. Uh, committee knows it. That is not this year's tournament. You don't get that break. You don't get that advantage, sadly, if you're Texas Tech this year. And I've seen nothing, zero, to indicate that they could put together a stretch of games in that many days that they could play well enough to beat some of the best teams in the country. Right. But let alone doing it once. Yeah. Twice at this point. You've not done it. Three times a lady. Right. No. Yeah. That's just, uh, sorry. But I do want the texter who said, I'm normally not this guy. Because I think anybody who says I'm normally not this guy is normally that guy. I want a power ranking of stranger things that you've seen happen than Tech winning this year's tournament. Give, give, me, give me the list. What is it? What's, what's your list of stranger things than that happening? Because I want I want to bet on it or something. I don't know. I, I love the optimism. I truly do. There's still a lot of optimism out there of people tweeting after losses and saying, you know, ah, they're still playing hard and yeah. it's going to come oh, together. I got one off my Twitter feed. Uh, let's see if I can find it real quick. Dun, dun. That was an awesome game. They hung in there. When is our hot shot transfer going to play? To which yeah, I replied, that about Fardos? I, I guess it was. I, I just simply replied, I wouldn't hold my breath. How many? How many hot shot? Well, anyways, Fardos isn't going to play again. I don't see it happening. I mean, I don't know that for sure, but if you're in street clothes, yeah, and not team issued sweats, and on your phone at the end of the bench, doesn't seem like you're real locked in. Nope. And quite frankly, why should he at this point? Why you're, is he even there? You're one in ten. He's hurt. They obviously, I have no problem saying this now. I think he was obviously rushed back, Rob. Because if he wasn't rushed, well, I should be a little kinder. Who rushed him back, though? Did he rush back because he wanted to be a part of it? 
did the program feel like, hey, you got to get out there. We're struggling right now. We've got to turn things around now. You got to be out there and be a part of it. But when we heard after, well, after three games, when Mark Adams said he, he and how you love the, how do we judge somebody as so and so percent? But he used the term sixty percent, so I'll just go with that. Um, that that tells me that I don't think a guy should be out there at sixty percent, particularly a big guy with a foot injury. So to me, there's zero upside for AMAC, and there's zero upside to me, in my opinion from a program standpoint, to put it back out there. Roll with the guys you got. Roll with the guys that you may have next year. Am I thinking about next year now? Yeah. Absolutely. I know you want to win some games now, but I I think at this point, every decision that should be made within the program, playing time, you name it, rotation, roles, everything should be about what can we save out of this current disaster for next year? And if that means playing some young guys and keeping them happy because you want to keep them here, play them. Right? If you're afraid, if you're one of those who's afraid of losing an Elijah Fisher, play him. What are you going to do? Go 1-11? and 11? Play him. If, if, it, if you think you've got any sort of young nucleus that you can develop, put them out there. Do it. Every decision to me right now should be made out through that lens. Well, you're just throwing away a year. No, it's gone. There's nothing to throw away. The problem with that, though, is who comes back. So if you're putting in a bunch of effort to some of these freshmen and they don't come back, what's the point of that either? Yeah, true. And then that's telling, right, that if you, you think they're not coming back no matter what, now you gotta, you're even worse off than you were just stinking right now. Right. And if the coach is not going to be coaching them next year, yep. what does he care either? What we're discussing here is we've got a hell of a mess, don't we? This is just hypothetical in the transfer portal. Right. This isn't to one school. 806-855-3712. Texter wants to know, uh, boy, this is personal. Will we see a men's national championship? By the way, I, they wrote natty, and I hate that term. I hate the term natty. Sorry. For a national a natty. Are we going to win a natty? We need a natty. A national championship, please. Are we going to win a soupy? No, we're going to try to win a Super Bowl. hate that term. Uh, in one of the big three sports in either of your lifetimes, Rob, I don't know about you. I intend on living a while, so I'd like to say yes. <laughs> you, you you got a few years on me on the uh, younger side. I'd definitely say yeah. Yeah. If you're talking football, basketball, baseball, yeah, absolutely. That's an easy answer for me. Yeah. I think I think you can. I mean, tech tech baseball right now. Obviously in the conversation. I've got empirical evidence that you can win a national championship in basketball at Texas Tech on the women's side because it happened, and on the men's side because you've proven that you can recruit to Lubbock, Texas, and that with the right coaching and the right mix, with a fan base and support and the NIL money that you can still do, that you can go and be within seconds winning a national championship. Why would I say no? Right? I mean, the hardest one to get is football, but that's just because it's hard. Football's its own animal. It's hard for the, quote, blue bloods 
to get their national championship in football. It's a very closed-off deal. So, yeah, will, uh, will we see one in my lifetime? I'll just say mine. I can't speak for how, how long Robin tends, but, yeah. Why would you not? You're, I mean, you're currently there in baseball, and you've proven you can get there in basketball. Texters on the uh, text line. <laughs> I'm normally not this guy. Tech basketball has no shot to do anything of value this season. Pull the plug and move on now. Well, I, I, I do think they're contractually obligated to continue playing the games. I think as a member of the Big 12 Conference that they do have to keep playing the games. Wait, so, read, read that text again? I'll, I'll, I'll read it again, and then I'll pose this question. Texter says, I am normally not this guy. I'm not normal. Oh, oh no, oh, wait. I totally read it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. This is even better. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I am normally this guy. Yeah. Tech basketball has no shot to do anything of value this season. Pull the plug and move on now. Okay, so you got to keep playing the game, so let's pull the plug. Is that making a, making the change at head coach now and saying that Mark Adams won't be back next year? It's going to be an entirely new staff, and uh, Pinkins is going to be your interim head coach? Which, if that's the decision that Kirby Hocutt thinks he's going to make in March, by the way, do it now. There's no benefit, though, to do it now in basketball. Yeah. Because all the coaches you're going to go hire are coaching in the tournament. Yeah, true. And and there's no signing day right after the season, so well, you don't have to the, rush okay. for recruiting. If you've got a group of players that you think you want to hold on to, and the only way you can hold on to it is that they know there's going to be a change, is that enough of a reason to do it? Yeah, but you could still do that you know, heading into the Big 12 tournament. I don't think you need to do it today. Well, I'm not saying today. What? The texter's <laughs> saying. Right. So I'm asking the texter, is that what you're saying? That pull the plug now means today you fire Mark right. Adams and, just, and do that. In the college football world, yes. The quicker the better. Yeah. But in basketball, I really don't think. I mean, there are some. Some So there's some minutia there mm -hmm. that you have to get through in, in each situation. But you don't have a signing date looming quite the way it does with football, and that's the biggest reason now. 806-855-3712. I'm just asking for clarification. That's all. Uh, use the 806 when you text in. Otherwise, it goes to the angry man in Florida. 806-855-3712. We'll take the time out. It's either or Thursday. Better wings, either dry or wet. What's your choice? Super Bowl Sunday coming up. And is it Super Bowl Sunday or should it be Super Bowl Saturday? Which one of those? Tech basketball, Super Bowl hype question, coin toss, heads or tails, what will it be, and will the team that wins the toss win the game, which hasn't happened in eight straight years. All right, jam up the text line during the timeout, 806-855-3712. It's a quick break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Twelve twenty-two. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro, rocking and rolling until one o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios. Then it's the Rob Bro Show from one to two on Talk One Hundred Three Point Nine FM News Money Sports. You're listening in San Angelo on ESPN nine sixty. It's either or Thursday. Let's talk some wings. Super Bowl Sunday coming up. What's the better wing, either the dry or the wet wing? Which is your choice? Uh, typically, I prefer the wet wing. Although I've had some dry that are uh, really good as well. But I have to lean on the wet side. Super Bowl Sunday or Super Bowl Saturday. Would you support a move of the Super Bowl being on Saturday? 
Do you like it on Sunday? Do you go, hey, it doesn't matter. I'm going to party and we'll get up and go to work. I mean, you know, the reality of, of it is, Rob, you know, the game's over and everything by 9 o'clock. It's not like this thing is going till midnight. Now, I don't know what kind of party some of you people are going to, but the vast majority of uh, gatherings, and I know I'm old, but even going back in the day, it really wasn't like people were hanging out till like 1 or 2 in the morning. Woohoo, partied up, Super Bowls. No. I mean, that's one of those things that almost as soon as the game is over, everybody just gets up and goes home. All right, that's it. And it's certainly not a go-out. I say that. I know some people go out and watch it at a sports bar and stuff like that. But if you talk to people who own sports bars, they hate the Super Bowl. It kills their business because people want to host their own parties. Well, it's not like it's going till midnight. All right, 806-855-3712. A lot of people talking about Texas Tech basketball with us today. We appreciate that. 71-68 loss at Oklahoma State. You can give us your thoughts. Texter earlier uh, who said, I am normally this guy. Tech basketball is no shot to do anything of value this season. Pull the plug and move on right now. I ask for clarification. I get it, Rob. Um, fire everybody now. Vet the candidates now. Seize the day. Carpe pink slip. All right. Well, that that, uh, that certainly clarifies that. You know. Texter uh, had asked about, will we see a, a men's national championship in one of the three big sports, says, well, we haven't seen a natty yet in my 48 years to date. Well, you haven't always been good in some of these sports in your 48 years to date. You haven't always been to this level in baseball consistently. You didn't always fund and or have a men's basketball program that was playing at that level, in a conference that plays at that level. Also, is it, now, this texture was just talking about the three major men's sports. I assume football, basketball, baseball. Okay. Because you've seen a national championship in track. Yep. Track and field. So women's basketball national championship. You're about to see a golf national championship. You're going to see a golf national championship. That's right. I said it, Greg Sands. Lock it in. Just because something hasn't happened. Right doesn't mean it will always be that way. And that belies an understanding of the ground that you're on right now, that the dynamic has changed at Texas Tech. Texas Tech, for most of your 48 years, was a poor. Right. They were that program. They were a poverty program. They did things on the cheap. We've had they thought cheaply. They <laughs> behaved cheaply, and they played cheaply. Besides football, you've had more success in the last... 10 years than you've had pretty much your entire run in, in baseball and basketball. Yeah. Never been to an Elite Eight before the Check last five, off. six years. Never been to a Final Four. You did that. You never played a national championship game. You've done that. Yeah. Same in baseball. You've never been to Omaha since 2014. You did that. You've done it since. As I wear my 2018 uh, College World Series shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... To me, the signs point, particularly in basketball and baseball, I know we're talking about a basketball program where I think there are going to have to be some changes made, but the ingredients are all there. Now, in the past, the ingredients didn't used to be there. They, they, they weren't. And again, I kind of take football out of the discussion because it is such its own unique animal in college football. The deck is stacked. I mean, it is really hard. That's what makes what TCU did this year that much more impressive that every Texas Tech fan should look at what TCU did and say, yeah, 
Okay, this can't happen, right? Schools like Texas Tech and TC, and Sonny Dyke spoke about that on one of the media avails before the national championship game, that, hey, that is a great thing to see because if you're in a place like Waco or Lubbock or Manhattan, Kansas, you can't get there. And it only gets easier because the doors open wider now with the expanded playoff. Nobody thought TCU was going to beat Michigan, right? That can't happen. Why are we even playing these games when when we know that teams like TCU are going to get blown out? What's the point of even we're expanding a playoff and where are we? Well, there you go. There's your answer. Texter says Super Bowl Saturday, and then uh, on the wings dry with Cajun seasoning. Uh, that is one uh, that I will will agree with you. That is one of my flavors that I think is better on a dry on a dry wing. You go with that Cajun. Um, listen, uh, the Caribbean jerk is better dry, completely. And the uh, what is it? The Asian zing, whatever you want to call Asian zing, that to me is a uh, is a dry wing flavor that I enjoy. Asian more. zing, Asian zing. It's wet at uh, where they call it Asian zing. Which what, what am I thinking of then? There's Cajun is dry. Well, Cajun's dry. Caribbean right. jerk's dry. Yeah. It's not Asian zing. What is it? Yeah, well. Yeah, now that I think of it, yeah. Yeah. Because I don't get Asian zing all that much because I'm not a big fan. I may be just thinking Caribbean jerk and jerk seasoning and just conflating it to that. I often conflate. You can do lemon pepper dry or wet. Maybe I'm thinking of lemon pepper dry. There's a place in Omaha that has really good lemon pepper dry. I bet that's what I'm thinking of. I'm glad we got that sorted out before the bottom of the hour break. 806-855-3712. Jam up the text line. We'll be right back. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Three point Twelve thirty-five. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro hanging out in the Arctic Air Studios. We got you till one o'clock on ESPN nine sixty San Angelo, and then of course in Lubbock you listen on Talk one hundred three point nine FM News Money Sports. Either or Thursday, better wings, either dry or the wet wing. Super Bowl Sunday or Super Bowl Saturday. Which one's better? There. Uh, by the way, our official Super Bowl hype question today: uh, Will the coin toss be heads or tails? Will the winner winner of the coin toss win the game. The Chiefs are in their white, so I guess technically would that make them quote unquote the visitors? So would they be will it be Mahomes, will it be the Chiefs calling the toss, I guess? If they're in white, I I, I think that's how they that works. That they're technically the visiting team. I I'm not sure. I'm just working through this in my mind, but I guess that would mean that's the case. Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe they have a coin toss to see who's going to toss the coin. How do they do home field advantage in the NFL? Better record? Uh, I think it just alternates. AFC, NFC. Oh. I think it just alternates yearly on that one. That they, I think, think that's the case. Maybe I don't know. Never really had to worry about it much. Uh, basketball on your mind? We've talked uh, quite a bit today about Texas Tech basketball. Seventy-one, sixty-eight, one in ten now in the Big Twelve after losing uh, at Oklahoma State. Texter on the text line eight zero six eight five five three seven one two says, "I believe Mark Adams will resign." All of our freshmen, along with Bacho, will stay, and all but a couple of coaches will move on. 
next coach will inherit a gold mine. Um, I mean, if Mark Adams resigns, you're going to hire a new coach. Every coach, well, I shouldn't say that. A new coach could come in and want to retain somebody off the staff. It doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. I don't know. I mean, I don't know that you want your goal to be Adams to resign, but certainly the goal at this point is to maintain as many of the young players, if you believe, if you believe you want to keep them. Another one of my friends yesterday said, I don't care if they all leave. They're one in ten. Do they fit the next system? Do they? Yeah, there's a lot. Play together. Can you can you get them on the same page? Like, there's a lot of thoughts around there. Yeah, this coach told me one time, son, we won two games with you. We can win two games without you. Yeah. That I mean, I've got people that are at that at that point that you know the talk early was, oh, you could see a mass exodus that did not happen at semester break at Christmas break that. You had seen this program lose players most of the last several years. That didn't happen. Now people have flipped from that. or Not all, not all, but some saying, I don't care who leaves. They're a 1-10 in 10 team. I mean, keep, people keep saying how talented this team is. Well, Oklahoma State was just better than you last night. Yeah. And they finished a game and you didn't. Yeah. You didn't block out. They got a rebound. They won a game. Texts are talking about national championships. Don't forget the cheer squads have had multiple natties in the past five years or so. I don't know how much beer they drink, so I can't speak to that. Maybe they have. Maybe they haven't. I ain't making fun of it, but people will think I will. I truly don't understand how that kind of thing works. Because it sure seems like everybody has a national championship dance team and a national championship cheerleading team. Again, not making fun of it, but it just... I think there are different. Strikes me uh, that way. Yeah, well, I think there are different tournaments, and they're all they all call them national championships, right? And that, I'm I'm not being funny. I'm not being funny. I just I've noticed that over the years. Uh, Texter, I think that if the rumors are true and they've been a problem dating back to last year, I think Kirby needs to be done with Adams and Wichita Falls. We've not been aware of the rumors floating around the South Plains, but I'll take your word that there are problems. Well, I mean, when you have high-profile donors speaking out against the current coach, that's not a rumor. That's right. That's there. That that those relationships seem to be fractured at this time. Whether they are healable, don't know. Doesn't seem to look, from from the sound of it. Sure, doesn't seem like it. But those aren't rumors. That's that's just factual right now. Another texter talking about hot wings. Uh, give me the uh, Louisiana Cajun dry rub with ranch all day. Not a fan of wet wings. Super Bowl on Saturday because I, I can rest uh, a day before the uh, work week starts. Get that good rest What in. are people doing on the Super Bowl? They're going to better parties than we are, right? <laughs> I mean, are we getting hammered during the Super Bowl and need a day of recovery? Are we eating... Gluttonous amounts of uh, food, maybe. I mean, truly, well, and nobody's really having, you know, Sunday night football parties during the regular season, I suppose. But that ends much later than the Super Bowl does. That thing's usually going well past 10 10 o'clock to 10.30. Super Bowl be done by uh, a little after 8.30, 9.00. 
a little longer just because of the halftime and everything. I think that's our problem, though, is we're just not going to the right parties. I guess so. Texter's texting in. Uh, is Pop Isaacs eligible to redshirt if he doesn't play again this year? I confess to knowing nada on a redshirt. No. There's a there's a percentage of games that I believe he will have easily stripped past and that uh, you're not going to get a medical for something that's going to happen happen in February. That That's, that's not, not going to be a... An option. You're not going to get a red shirt with that. So that that year of eligibility is burned. But good news, he probably has like 13 seasons of COVID eligibility that's carrying over. I don't even know when that stuff is going to end. I'm just I'm I'm joking. There, is, I well I shouldn't say I'm joking. I don't think anyone anymore gets any of that. But hell knows. No. Bottom line, uh, he's burned that year of eligibility. And I I don't know. You know, we talked about AMAC earlier. I, I wouldn't play him. I don't see any upside. I don't see any upside to him at this point for a 1-10 team to uh, go back out there and risk further injury. Because, I mean, if you're sitting there, as you said, Robin, street clothes, you know, hammering away on your Facebook and Instagram updates, checking out TikTok, uh, and it's February 8th. Today's February 9th. Uh, you've got to be way far away from being back out on the floor. Right. So why he didn't have to put down tape. He didn't have to do anything. People know who he is and what he is uh, apparently capable of a basketball court. Isaacs, on the other hand, obviously a different style injury. So I think that would be just a matter of, hey, can you come back? Are you 100% healthy? That, again, through the lens of next year, you want him to come back. You want to be healthy. Why would you put anybody who's not totally 100% no chance of re-injury. Right. No chance of re-injury out on the court for this team. And he may. And I'm, I, I hope he is. I hope he's chomping at the bit to get back out there. And he, he hates this and he can't. I hope that's the kind of player he is. I have no reason to believe he's not. Right. But at the same time, again, for me, everything is viewed through the lens of 23-24, and there's not a darn thing he can help this team do this year that will change the arc, the direct, trajectory, or anything about this team this year. <laughs> Just nothing. He's not going to roll out there, and you're going to win seven straight games. So I would absolutely park him and say, we're doing this in your best interest, in your basketball best interest. And we certainly want it to be right here at Texas Tech, home of the finest medical care and facilities and name, image, and likeness collectives that you're ever going to find, young man. Enjoy your stay. More cheesecake? I mean, that's that's the way I would be looking at that. The the Pop Isaacs, not issue, but from an eligibility standpoint, just go ahead and call it a day. 806-855-3712 is the uh, text line. You can join us and talk about tech basketball if you so choose. Uh, it is either or Thursday. Hard-hitting, riveting questions that must be answered. Big Super Bowl uh, parties coming up this weekend, apparently better than ours. People needing a day to recover. Uh, either dry or wet on the wings in Super Bowl Sunday or Super Bowl Saturday. And I go with I would be fine with Saturday just just because it gives me kind of a whole another day on the weekend. You still get Saturday though. Yeah. Well, I get I get Saturday and I get Sunday. Right. Will you still have that even with the game on Sunday? No, no you don't because you have to sit around waiting and you have to prepare food and you have to wait and you have to vacuum. 
Okay. If you're that hosting. could take all day if you're hosting. I thought about today, uh, and maybe uh, during the Rob Bro show, if people want to chime in on this, if you don't have time, because uh, it might be a little elaborate, like Super Bowl party disaster stories. Like instead of the greatest Super Bowl parties you've been to and or hosted, Super Bowl disasters. Parties that just went wrong. Divorces began. Breakups occurred. A garage caught on fire. I have been to all of those things. That would probably be the worst one. Is that a, I was at a Super Bowl party, and it was at a, it was at a friend of a friend's house, right? It yeah. was an acquaintance, but it was mutual, a mutual acquaintance. But I was more friends with the friend, right? And uh, sometime early third quarter, the garage is on fire. Who lived it on fire? We don't know. Were you in the garage? No. It no. wasn't like a setup out there. Uh uh-uh. uh Nobody was in the garage. Uh uh-uh. uh Was the beer in the garage? No. So it was just a... Just a random act of uh, a fire. Combustion. Combustion. And did it get put out and affect the game at all? or uh, Game viewing was partially delayed for a little bit. Okay. The uh, the Lubbock's finest did show up, even though the, uh, the fire had been moderately tamped down with the fire extinguisher. There were people who never went out there to even take a look, Rob. There were people who didn't even go out there to take a look at what was going on. They got it. Eh, look, I'm not a fireman. I got a lot of money riding on this game. I, you know, well, at some point you're just in the way. Yeah, you're not helping. Right. So if y'all want to send, y'all can send in uh, true Super Bowl uh, party disaster stories if you if you want to today. The official Super Bowl hype question of the day: Coin toss, heads or tails, and will the winning team of the coin toss win the game 806-855-3712 we'll take our final time out of the day we got plenty of time to finish up strong with you guys on the text line so take advantage of that with us 806-855-3712 it's ryan hyatt's raiderland featuring rob bro Segment of the day. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Got you till one o'clock in the Arctic Air Studios. ESPN 960 San Angelo and in Lubbock. You listen on Talk 103.9 FM News Money Sports. The Rob Bro Show coming your way from one to two right here on Talk 103.9. So download the app KKM.com if you don't have it and you listen outside the area. 806 855 3712. Either or Thursday. Either dry or wet. What kind of wings? Big wing day coming up. Super Bowl Sunday or Super Bowl Saturday, which is better tech men's basketball out there for you and uh, whatever else you may may decide to uh, discuss in the remaining moments that we have on this program. 806-855-3712. Texter, come on, Rob. How many Sunday evening parties do you know of, Super Bowl or otherwise? Get on the Super Bowl Saturday bandwagon. Uh, the... There are church uh, small groups on Sunday nights across the fine West Texas area every Sunday. Yeah. Sometimes even potluck. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm if I go to a Super Bowl party, I'm watching the game. I don't think I've ever gotten out of hand in a Super Bowl party. Yeah. Are people having those kind of parties? 
Sometimes the garage catches on fire. That's true. He's not emotional about that. What in my garage? Texter, what scenario could make you say you want Adams back next year, Ryan, if any? Uh, at this point, I've crossed the Rubicon. That there's not really a scenario that I see out there uh, that would fundamentally change my mind. If uh, everything we're learning, if everything we're hearing is factual, then I just don't think it's a workable product. That I don't think it's a workable relationship. That I don't think it is in Tech's best interest to move forward with that. That's where I sit today. I don't think I'm going to change my mind. I rarely do. That's not true. Sometimes I change my mind. I used to not like potato salad. Sounded stupid. It's potatoes? Why would I eat potato salad? It didn't look right. And then one day, wham, I'm a potato salad guy. Super Bowl disaster, says the texter. A former friend decades ago had an eight-foot dish that could bring in anything with an illegal chip. I have known those people. They hosted a party of all married couples. The suds were flowing. Former friend was wasted. At halftime, he decided it would be cute to put, oh, a little bit of the uh, naughty movies on. The wives were not impressed. Things went downhill quickly. Yeah, it's almost always a given that when you, uh, you know, when you insert porn into the Super Bowl viewing party, it's probably not going to work out well. Hey, ladies, check this out. Good idea. What is that, SpectraVision? 806-855-3712 to get you uh, on the uh, text line today. It's really uh, been pretty split on the dry versus uh, versus the wet wings. Dry versus sauced, it's been pretty split on that. Uh, I knew we'd probably have a lot of people going Saturday on Super Bowl Saturday or Super Bowl Sunday because I think a lot of people, Rob, if they like Super Bowl Sunday, they're just not really that moved by it one way or the other, and they're, they're probably not going to be motivated to uh, to vote on something like that. I will answer my own and say that the toss will be heads this year and that uh, Philadelphia will win the toss on heads and defer. And then Kansas City obviously will win. This has to happen because that's my game script going in. That each passing hour, each passing hour, I'm loading up more and more on Kansas City in this game. And this has been a fun one for me to listen to a lot of really smart football people because Rob, it is it has been pretty fifty fifty on the analysis of you know the Eagles are this they they have an advantage on both lines. Uh, their secondary can control Kelsey. They have the ability to double, you know, and then flip it around the other way. And Kansas City backers saying this Kansas City team, if it's possible, is probably undervalued in certain areas. It certainly had a rougher, tougher road to get to the Super Bowl. That they are battle tested. I heard a great breakdown yesterday, and I wish I wish I could remember who who I heard. I got in late, and then they didn't say who it was talking right, but they made a great analysis of this game being just a higher-scoring version of New England and the Rams a couple of years ago. That you had experience at quarterback, you had experience at, um, obviously, head coaching, that you had an inexperienced quarterback in the Super Bowl setting, an inexperienced head coach in the Super Bowl setting, and that even though that that Rams team had been very good all during the year, had been the uh, bee's knees and the cat's meow when it came to offense, Look what it looked like when it got to the Super Bowl. Now, the Eagles are not going to just score three points. That's not that's not the point here. 
the point here is that there's a serious advantage for Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes in this game over their counterparts across the way. And that even though Philadelphia was there a few years ago, that's not that team. Very vastly different. And I just don't think Philadelphia's as good. Rob, you've convinced me of this. I think they're fraudulent. I hope we're right. I think Kansas City can get out in front of them. And Kansas City, if they get out in front, this time maybe Andy Reid won't take his foot off the gas. Right. But that Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, they aren't built to play from behind. That their game plan is five- and seven-minute drives. Their game plan is to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. And if they get down a couple of scores, if they get down ten points, they lose that luxury of shortening up the game. And that could, I'm telling you, it could happen quickly. That the Chiefs are much better in a chase position. That if Kansas City in the second half is trying to run down Philadelphia, are you going to be worried if Kansas City's down seven or nine points? No. You're not. You know that they're built to do that. Philadelphia, on the other hand, I think only has one way to win the game. That's to play out front. That is to completely keep the Chiefs off the field. Force three and outs, and then have long extended drives. Okay. What does Spagnola try to do every possession? He just wants one negative play with the Kansas City defense. He wants to put you back second and 15, third and 12. That's not really what the Eagles are designed to do. You guys got a sneak preview now of what my pick's going to be tomorrow on the show. We'll have our Super Bowl predictions tomorrow. We will have our. Uh, Friday fades. Most Texan thing you've done this week, Tech in Kansas State. The Rob Bro Show is coming up next. It is my favorite day of the week. It's Power Ranking Thursday, where you can power rank anything you want. I highly recommend power ranking hot wings, flavors of Gatorade, you name it. Whatever you want to power rank today. 806-855-3712. It's the same text line. We'll see you tomorrow. For Rob, I'm Ryan. We'll see you Friday in Raiderland. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, a presentation of the Texas Town Square Media Network.